Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of Live in Conversation. We've made it to the 15-episode mark. We're going strong, and I do not plan on stopping anytime soon. So, um, I'm actually recording this the same day as um, episode 14, just a couple hours later, actually. Um, I had a couple... I had an idea as to what I'm going to do for this episode. This one's going to be a little bit shorter now that I actually have ideas in my mind. When you go back and listen to episode 14... You're going to realize I really um, was struggling to find things to talk about because nothing was really out uh, early in the morning. Um, But I I did come up with a topic I wanted to talk about. I didn't find it online or anything. It was was just something I actually feel needs to be changed and I haven't addressed enough to the public on my agenda, of course. And it's going to be one of those primary um, topics, of course, and that is education reform. Um, So obviously, as somebody within the education system myself, I am a student in a high school you know, I, I feel like I have more experience than, than a lot of these politicians claiming education reform when, you know, they get into office and nothing is done about it. So here's my personal stance on education reform. Um, and that's pretty much going to be pretty much all of this episode, if I'm being honest. So um, basically, I feel as though, you know, the topics we're teaching our children, primarily in high school and middle school, are, are practically useless um, in the real world. You know, we're teaching children geometry and and trigonometry and and advanced algebra and we're also teaching them you know the diameter of mercury what the crust of mercury is is made out of and it's 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 pretty much all useless useless content um if you really put it into perspective unless you want to become you know an astrologist or or a mathematician or something like that if you want to become a teacher or something that's all you're ever going to use this stuff for um you know advanced classes and, you know, I feel as though these required classes, which are required under law, I, I feel as though we need to completely take the education system from the ground up and reform it, um, personally, you know. We don't need advanced classes to be mandated, you know, such as, you know, earth science and, and you know, all that. You know, we don't need these classes mandatorily enforced on children who are already stressed enough as it is due to the failure that we call the modern day education system in the United States. Now, you know, certain topics, you know, they need to remain, you know, for younger children, children need to grow up and and learn their multiplication tables. They need to learn the basics, addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. You know, they need to learn basic stuff, how how rain happens, you know, basic things that need to be learned, basic historical events. You know, I feel like history is actually more of an important class than advanced math classes. You know, I'm actively learning new stuff about our history as a country and our history as a planet um, from history classes. I'm learning more in history classes than I am in math. You know, that, that's stuff that I will apply later in life. Um, you know, the Theodore Roosevelt example that I kept bringing up recently about, you know, how he won the Nobel Peace Prize. I learned that in history class this past year. So, you know, it, it's it's interesting where, you know, we have useful classes and then we have useless classes or classes that, you know, we shouldn't be forcing children to take, you know. I feel like we need history. That is a necessity. We need we need history. We need equality in schools. That's that's a common fact as well. You know, and certain parents are going to be annoyed at that, but that's just how the real world is. We need the real world to enforce equality, but a first step to that is by enforcing equality in our school districts that so that the future generations are taught the right way not to disrespect fe- people based off of what they look like, who they like, what gender they are, you know, that sort of thing, what they choose to identify as, etc. And, you know, it's all basic stuff that we're asking. It's not like we're asking children to make a 
hydrogen bomb in, in chemistry, you know, we're not asking them to do anything complex. If anything, I would cut, I would cut chemistry because no one, unless you're going to become a chemist, nobody needs chemistry. I feel as though advanced classes should either be choice classes that you can choose to take in high school, or alternatively, we get rid of them completely out of the high school, you know, K through 12 agenda. And we instead bump that up to a college level responsibility, as most colleges already carry these types of classes. You know, if you want to become a chemist, they have chemistry classes. If you want to become a musician, they have music classes, you know. And I feel as though enrichment courses such as, you know, musical theory and, you know, like uh, my, my school has aviation classes, you know, all of those are absolutely fine. You know, those are things that I feel like we should be promoting more is more enrichment-based classes that are optional. We need to allow the students, not not the parents, we need to allow the students themselves to have choice in what they learn, additionally to the parents. Now, the parents, they do have a say, and a lot of Democrats have, have been trying to push an agenda as though the parents have no say in what their children learn. That is false. The, the parents should have a say. But additionally, the students should have the overall say. And some people are going to say, oh, they're just children. I am talking about middle school to high school level. They should have a decision in what they should be learning. You know, when they're younger children, you know, K through four, um, and actually, no, K through six, realistically, K through five, K through six, you know, maybe they shouldn't have as much decision because, you know, they're still little. They're still learning necessary stuff at this point in time. They're still learning multiplication, division, you know, maybe even fractions if you really want to add like simple fractions and stuff and how that means division pretty much, you know, that stuff is mandatory. That should forever remain mandatory. You know, we need basic math. But in the world where, you know, you can pull something out of your pocket and it can be everything you possibly need, and it's one device, you know, you got a calculator, you got a calendar, you got a phone, you got messages, you got the internet at its entirety, you know, and we have all these things within our pockets and especially children, you know, people, people try to ignore the fact that a lot of children have smartphones, me included, you know, and I personally feel as though, you know, we, we should not be pretending like it's, it's the eighties or the nineties anymore. You know, we're, we're using similar, you know, curriculum from decades ago. Um, if not exactly the same, you know, there might be some changes in it, of course, you know, I know for a fact that the curriculum that I'm learning off of in science is from 2010, you know, there's inaccuracies left, right, and center that I've, I've found myself, you know, I'll do updated research. You know, I got a test and it said, how many people are on, are in the, are on the world, you know? And it said 7 billion. There was no choice for 8 billion. The population has exceeded 8 billion. So, you know, that, that's just a basic dumbed down, simple explanation, uh, like example of, of how the education system is failing our children, me included, you know? But I, I look past all, all of the failures that the education system has brought upon us. And, you know, I, I've persevered thus far. You know, I don't have the best grades and I'll be forefront about that. I'll be completely honest about that. I have never gotten the best grades. But the thing is, I've gotten the best grades that I possibly can under a deal of immense stress. You know, think about it. I've been planning this campaign through all of last my pre my previous school year. So obviously there's going to be that added stress. But the only reason why I decided to run is for the people and for the children, you know, and you have to address that and you have to understand that, that, you know, I didn't run just for the hell of it, you know, just so I can have a title or I could say I was a former candidate. No, I'm, I'm in it to win it. I'm in it to win it. That is simple. And if I do win it, children are going to be treated a lot better. You know, I plan to crack down on child abuse um, as mayor. You know, I, I plan to crack down on child abuse, domestic abuse, domestic violence, child violence, 
Um, you know, I, I plan to crack down on all these things, but additionally, we also need to take care of the education system as a whole. The education system as a whole, I've said it prior and I'll say it again, it has failed our children time and time again, and it is time for the change. You know, me personally, I would be cutting all these advanced classes where, you know, geometry and trigonometry, even algebra, I would cut. You know, same thing with um, ge geophysical science, earth science, whatever your district calls it, uh, you know. All of this stuff that we really don't need. The only two classes that I, I would personally leave is history and English. Those are the two classes that you need that are currently enforced at a high school level in the current age of, of the education system. Those are the only two classes that, are man that should remain mandated is English classes and, and history classes. Math classes and science classes within high school either should be made as choice classes so you can choose to take that up or additionally you can go to college for those same courses and i additionally think college should be free for all that i've been very social about i've been very open about you know i've been very open on on the my support for the Me medicare for all um plans i've been um in support for free health care free free child care you know I've, I've been very vocal about this free schooling um you know and I've been very open about it in the past, and I will remain open about it. And, you know, it's a little bit more difficult with private schools where, you know, you can't exactly enforce them as much because they're a private in intuition, um, institution. My bad. They are a private institution. So it's a little bit more difficult, as you can see. But we need to make these standards change. The standards that are in place currently all across the country, as a matter of fact, but more specifically, we can make these changes happen now in Los Angeles if you do elect me. You know, um, we can make these changes happen. You know, I say we, we cut ge geometry. I, I say we cut chemistry. I say we cut all of these things out of the mandated curriculum. You know, children should have more of a choice. You know, we need more enrichment classes, you know, culinary arts, wood shop, um, you know, basic classes that, that actually make stu allow students to have fun while doing a class. You know, I took culinary arts in my freshman year of high school. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I made new friends. I learned how to cook better than I already did, which I did cook very well prior. You know, that's why I decided to join it because I knew a lot about it, you know, and obviously these classes do come with some risks, but we need, we, we need to employ people who are experienced enough to circumvent these risks, you know, in culinary, for example, you know, burns and stuff. We need to put actions in place, obviously, to circumvent this, and we need to hire the proper staff to circumvent this additionally. Now, you know, me personally, I, I feel like, you know, a D is passing. You know, a lot of people try to say, oh, you have a D, you're failing. But in today's um, system, as long as you don't have an F, you're passing. As long as you're above a 60%, you're passing. Now, for me personally, based on my personal experience, I failed. I failed before. Of course I have. But that's almost every single child in the modern day education system. And the reason why isn't because these, stu these students are, are quote unquote dumb, as some people would like to put it. It's because the education system itself has failed them time and time again, and, and they're looking for answers. You know, this is why Gen Z has been one of the most vocal generations of all time, I would say, in recent history, at least. They're one of the most vocal generations currently when it comes to supporting education reform. It is because they consistently fail classes that should not even be mandated for their, for their school level. It should be their decision if, they're, if they're, uh, they want to take advanced classes. They should be allowed to substitute those advanced classes with enrichment classes. Advanced classes should not be mandated at a high school level. They should be mandated at a college level 
only if you uh, want to pursue that. You know, like if, if a college class has these classes, then why does a high school have them? What is the point? You know, some people want to think that if we just keep adding advanced level classes into schools, we won't need college. But we're forever going to need college because we're forever going to need college degrees to get good jobs. And, you know, my my vision for the economy, if I were in control of everything, you wouldn't need college. You would be able to make a good living without a college diploma. You would only need a high school diploma or a GED or something equal to that. That is what I would enforce. That's what I would want. However, you know, I can't make 100% control on that, of course, but I pledge to bring equality to schools. I I want to bring equality to schools. I want to, you know, make the curriculum. I want to successfully reform education because the children of today do not deserve this and the children of yesterday did not either. But the children of yesterday, you know, some people try to say, oh, we took these exact same classes and we passed every single time. So why are you failing? It is because of, of the mental health epidemic that we're currently having as a country that is particularly affecting the youth. You know, we, we've allowed this to happen for so long and we've never really taken a hands-on approach, you know. If I'm elected, I will make sure that mental health of students is at the forefront of education. The mental health of students should be kept, you know, confidential, you know. There, there's times where you'll go into a guidance counselor's office and, and they'll say that it's confidential. But if you really speak how you want to speak and you, you express your actual feelings, that note goes out to several different people. You know, I, I think I was open about this in the past, a while back, actually. You know, you don't know what this guidance counselor is typing into her system. It could be going to anybody. It could be going to the president, for all we know. You know what I mean? I, I'm not a, implying that it does, of course. I'm just saying, as an example, it could be going to anybody. You know, hackers can easily access that data, especially if it is stored digitally within a gradebook type system. You know, me personally, I believe... That, you know, these confidential secrets should be remained confidential unless there is a serious worry that this student is is a danger to themselves, a danger to others or a danger to all of the above. That is what I believe. That is the only case in point in which, you know, these confidential conversations should be passed on to administration or administrative figures within the school district. They the parents should be notified, of course. Yes, I'm saying the parents should be notified, but only if they are a danger to themselves or others. There is no reason to be, you know, saying what has been said for a long time because parents do not tend to take the action necessary. And that is a fact. You know, most most uh, students in, in school districts have had their fair share of mental issues and, and stress, you know, and, and they never get addressed. Whether it be they can't afford a therapist, which I've seen to be a very common answer, or whether the fact that, you know, the child hides it. You know, a child should not be afraid to ask for their for their parents to hire a therapist. They, they should not be afraid to do that, but they are. And there's no way of going into everybody's homes and ensuring that it's a safe environment for that. So what I would propose is an advanced... M- student mental health program to be administered into every single school district within Los Angeles and, you know, to attempt to circumvent all this, you know, we need to be able to, you know, have somebody to confide in beside their parents, you know, students need to have that figure at school without it being sent to their parents directly because some parents seem to make a big issue about it. They tend to make a big issue about it. Mine do not. 
But of course, you know, a lot of parents out there seem to think that there's a big stigma around mental health and that mental health is a very negative thing to have in the family. And it shouldn't be that way. There should be zero stigma around mental health and getting treatment for mental health, such as going to see a psychologist or a therapist. You know, I feel like there should be zero stigma behind that, but there is. There is an existing stigma that is unspoken in the media. And, you know, it's sad, but it is true. That is the case. And we need to circumvent that. We need to change that as as a species as a human as the human species we need to change that because if we do not change that the stigma will only grow and grow and grow and it'll get out of control that is exactly what i am talking about that is exactly what i believe you know and that's what i would stand by if i'm elected you know i haven't talked about education enough really um and that that is my bad of course but i've been focused on making points on homelessness housing you know because People and students are affected by those issues as well. You know, a, a family of four with, with two students in high school, let's say they get evicted for no reason. They get evic- evicted for no reason. Or maybe they were evicted because they can't afford to pay the rising rent costs in the city. That should not be acceptable. We should not allow that to continuously happen to families time and time again. We should not make families move into a motel or a hotel or a homeless shelter. We should not allow that to keep going on. We need to make change and we need to make change now. And I believe that starts with both tackling homelessness, additionally with housing, and additionally, furthermore, with education. We need to reform the education system and we need to do it properly. We, you know, we need to get rid of all these you know, advanced classes because most people that I know if you ask them, you know, how the how stressful history or English is, they never are stressed. They're barely ever stressed about those classes. But if you ask them the same question about, you know, science or math, they immediately get stressed. They're immediately stressed. And the reason why is because they're being taught college level material that should be optional in a mandated high school setting. And that should not have been allowed to go, ever have gone on. But it is still going on in our modern day society and we need to put an end to it you know there's no reason that a high school student student should have to know how many rings saturn has or how many moons mercury has you know there, there should be no reason for for students to learn this in order to graduate and get a high school diploma or a ged for that matter you know there should be no reason for any of that of course that's what i personally think i think we need to severely you know, reform the education system. We need to bring equality into schools and we need to make everybody know that school is a safe place and it is a truly safe place and it always will be a truly safe place. And that those guidance counselors and those school social workers are, are you know, enforced with strict ethics codes and strict guidelines enforced by the city. We need to ensure that. And I personally think it should have been done a long time ago but i will do it because it has not been done by anybody else because everybody else has turned a blind eye to students i will not i will instead turn my direction into the students direction and into the family's directions as well i will split time i will talk to students i will get students inputs you know and i will realize what the issue is you know i i have a first-hand account you know i'm not saying i'm perfect i never said i was perfect you know i've i've dealt with my fair share of stress and anxiety of course but that's strictly because of school and the failure that the education system has caused in this modern day and age you know um we we personally need to take control of the education system and we need to reform it 
you know, that includes getting, cutting, you know, mandated advanced math classes, mandated advanced science classes. You know, we, we would keep history and English exactly how they are most likely, unless there are advanced classes for that as well. You know, I'm not saying there should be, there shouldn't be AP classes for people who are, who are smarter, per se, or who are able to, you know, qualify, but I'm saying that it should not be met with as, as a goal, and it should not be used as a bragging right or a trophy to have an AP class on your, on your class list. It should not be used as such. Instead, we need to make people more welcome, we need to make people feel better about themselves, and we should not discriminate based on knowledge. That is common sense. You know, there are real geniuses in, in this world, but, you know, some of them didn't didn't have AP classes in high school, you know, that's what I'm saying. We need to make sure that high school level remains high school level, and we need to get all these college level classes out of the high school system that are mandated, and we need to instead put those back in the college level where they belong. That is what I think. And, you know, to people who say, oh, the school system is, is, is perfectly fine just the way it is, some of those people don't even have children. Or if they do have children, they graduated a while ago. You know, and to them, I say, you know, respectfully, you should not have an opinion on this. As, as a current student myself, I would know this better than anybody else, that this is a problem that needs to be addressed urgently, immediately, and efficiently. And that is common sense. You know, I started this campaign off with the three E's, which was inf- efficiency, environment, and economy. I would like to add a fourth E to that, and that is education reform. Plain and simple. We need to add a fourth E to that because you know what? I'm adding a post-it note to the bottom of that poster and it's saying education reform because that is the fourth E. That is the fourth E that I believe in. We need education reform and we needed it a long time ago, but people simply weren't up for the task because, you know, I I feel like personally our our members of Congress and our our, um, representatives do not do the job that they are meant to do and some of them do. Some of them attempt to. But when you have a minority, you know, actually caring about this stuff, nothing is going to get done. Progress is not going to get made. If anything, we're going backwards in the current state that we're in. You know, a lot of schools have criticized critical race theory. You know, I'm not saying that I would mandate critical race theory, but I I wouldn't object to it either. If a school thinks that they should enforce criminal or not criminal critical race theory, then by all means, you are allowed to. I'm not going to mandate it but I'm not going to ban it. It is up to the school and the individualized districts if they wish to teach critical race theory or not. But I will be mandating the fact that advanced classes have no place because advanced classes are the root of stress and anxiety in schools. Same thing with bullying. We need to put an end to that additionally. And in-school harassment, we need to put an end to that additionally. If someone is picking on a student, They need harsh and severe punishment. We cannot just allow them to be suspended for one day day, or or go home for the rest of the day and come back tomorrow. That's not going to fix the issue. That is putting a temporary band-aid over it, and it's not even a good band-aid. It's one of those value brand band-aids that fall off immediately because they're coming back the next day or two days later, maybe a week. That is not helping anybody. Suspension is almost like a free vacation. I say... We need to put these people back in detention where they belong. If they feel as though it is okay to pick on a student, either for being too smart or too dumb, or for being gay or or straight or trans or or black or white or, or, you know, Native American or, or being Indian, Asian, 
There is no place for that. There is no place for that, and there will not be a place for that under my administration, whether it be at the level of education, whether it be at the level of city hall, or whether it be at the level of, of the city council. There is zero place for that under my administration, and you have my word that I will enforce that to the max. That is a common fact. We should not be discriminating against people strictly because of the way they look, who they identify as, or what they believe in. You know, there's no reason. You know, me personally, I'm not a Christian. If anything, I'm really not religious. You know, I previously said, oh yeah, I identify as a Zoroastrian. You know, that believes in, you know, a different type of God um, and stuff like that. You know, I'm really not like that anymore, of course. You know, I, I've decided to revert my ways just to being non-religious. I'm non-religious, but we shouldn't be mandating Bible study in classes. You know, I don't care, you know, what it is. If it's a Christian school that advertises itself strictly to Christians... Okay, that's one thing. That, that's fine. You can remain what you're doing. But in public schools and general private schools, there should be no place for mandated Bible study. There should be no place for mandated religion-based, you know, school um, classes and, and school times. You know, I, I believe I saw a class, I forget where it was, or a school, that mandated that they had to read the Bible. It was a while back, granted, and they shut it down. But there's no place for that. We need to write that in writing. Put that in writing and have it signed into law so that it does not cause any future issues and that anything in the future does not arise. Of course, Christian schools, that's one thing. You know, it's literally a Christian school. They're advertising Christian Christianity. Their students are probably all Christian or come from Christian families. But additionally, if somebody comes from a Christian family like I do and they're not Christian or they don't feel like they are Christian, you know, they just feel like they, they don't really care about religion. You know, they should have the choice themselves whether they want to remain in a Christian school or not. It is not up to the parent to decide what this what this kid's religion is or what political party they support or what ideals they have. It is not up to the parent. It is up to the student themselves because that student will grow into a fully-fledged adult in just a couple years if we're putting this in a high school perspective. In a couple years, that person will grow up and become an adult. And guess what? That is the number one cause b behind, you know... You know, like, influence. If you're being influenced by a family member in, into supporting a specific, you know, cause or, or religion or political background, you know, you should have your own opinion. There is no reason. You know, if anything, I feel like we need to inform in a passive way, in a passive, fair, and equal way. We need to advertise, you know, politics to, to people. That should be mandated in my opinion, that should be mandated, not pushing anybody in a certain direction, but we need to state the facts and state every single belief in our political sphere. You know, whether, not just Democrats and Republicans, Greens, Libertarians, Forward Party. You know, we need to address all of these parties and that should be a part of history class, in my opinion. You know, that should be mandated. Additionally, financial literacy should be mandated. Uh, we need a class to be mandated where children need to learn how to pay their taxes because guess what? If you as a parent are not there to teach them how to 
you know, do their taxes? Are we just going to depend on a robot to do it for us? Is a magic fairy going to come out of the clouds? Is Aladdin going to come out of his lamp and, and wish you three wishes on how to do your taxes? No, that is not how it's going to work. We need to teach students how to do their own taxes, but additionally, that is an issue with the IRS. They need to fix the tax system because it is completely broken, and I have spoken on that in the past. We need to teach students how to do taxes. We need to make sure our information is the most up-to-date. We can't be teaching outdated curriculum. We need to continuously update curriculum and change it depending on the current world situation. And, and, you know, for instance, you know, a lot of history classes end a few decades before now. You know, they don't teach modern history. You never learn about the Obama administration or, you know, the Clinton administration or any of those administrations. You don't because they don't teach them. We need to, you know, personally, we need to advance our education system and our curriculums. You know, we need to change the curriculums. We need to make them non-biased. We need to make them fair and equal. People deserve the right to a good, common, and factual education. And that is the facts. You know, we, we should not be brainwashing children within our education system just based off of our personal beliefs or whoever wrote their curriculum's personal beliefs. There's no reason for that. I've seen it happen in Florida. They banned critical race theory just because the state was Republican and the people who wrote the curriculum were Republican and all that. It makes no sense. You know, it, it really doesn't. It makes zero sense. There should be no excuse to, to, you know, protest a school because they decided to, you know, inclu- you know include inclusivity and equality. That should be included in every single school. There's, there's not just two genders. There are more than two genders. There, there's not just straight. There is gay, lesbian, transgender, bisexual, queer. You know, there's all of that. And, you know, people seem to forget how that works. And it's so dumb, in my opinion. It is time to wake up as a nation, as a city, and it is time that we change things. Because if we don't change things, nothing's going to get done. You know, magic isn't going to happen overnight. Nothing's going to change on its own. We need to elect officials that want that change and that support that change wholeheartedly. You know, there should be no sacrifices that the people have to take just because of that. If you want to learn about how to become a chemist, go to college. Go to college. You should not be teaching this to high school students, middle school students, you know, unless they choose it. I would would support two methods of education reform. I would either choose support one where a, you know, it's just choice for these advanced classes, you know, they can choose to if they wish to, and if they don't want to, that's fine. You don't have to take them. But additionally, I would also support one that completely removes them from curriculum in high schools and middle schools altogether. I would additionally support that as well. I would support both, but personally, I feel like the first option is a good transition option until, you know, we we eventually get free college. When we get free college, that second plan, I would immediately support that 100%. But obviously, you know, the current administration is basically just trying to relieve student loan debts and just leave it at that and then allow more student loan debts to build up on top of that. So you're pretty much just, you know, blowing on a fire. You think you're doing something, but you're really not. Um, you know, that that's what I like to characterize it as. That's what I like to symbolize it as is, you know, you're breathing on a fire. You're, blow, you're trying to blow a fire out with your own mouth. It's not going to work. You might think it might work. It's not going to work. It, if, if anything, it's just feeding the fire even more. That's what I like to think of it as. Because that's what it is. You know, we can't just expect 
to, um, you know, do student loan relief while more student loans are accumulating faster than we're putting out relief. That shouldn't be the case. We need to cut student loans. We need to make sure they stop. We need to go to the root, cut them, and then deal with the leftover treatment that we have to administer, such as student loan relief to the people that were affected. We should not keep letting student loans ruin the lives of millions just because they wanted to seek a higher education. And we shouldn't have to require a college degree just so that you can put food on the table. You know, there, there's jobs that should be paying more um, that don't require college diplomas. And that's strictly because, guess what? You know, they just don't want to pay. You know, we saw it with the writer's strike. They don't want to pay them enough. They go on strike. We saw it with the Starbucks, you know, union. They didn't want to pay them enough. They didn't want to give them fair treatment. Strike. Now we're seeing it with the actors. They didn't want to give them fair payment based on streaming services. Strike. It is a continuous cycle and it will not stop until we enforce equal pay and we, and we increase the federal minimum wage. You know, it's still at 725 But, you know, don't worry. We campaigned on, on raising it. But it never happened because the people leading this country currently do not want that to happen. I don't know why, but they just don't seem to want it to happen because they keep putting it to the side. It is time we address the real issues in this society and we fix them. And that doesn't mean putting a Band-Aid on top of a, on top of, you know, a water main burst or, or like a pipe that burst. You know, we can't just put a Band-Aid or some flex tape over it and, and leave it forever. We need to go to the root, cut it off, and then fix it. We, we can't just expect to keep putting Band-Aid after Band-Aid after Band-Aid on issues and not expect the issue to arise repeatedly. We can't expect that because eventually that Band-Aid is going to peel off. It's going to fall off. There is no Band-Aid that is going to per- permanently end all of this. It is going to continuously arise time and time again until we do a real solution, go to the root of the problem, cut the root like a plant, and then fix the issue. That is what I think needs to be done. And, you know, certain people might agree with me. Certain people might not. That is your opinion. That is your opinion. And you're entitled to that. But that's my opinion. And that's what I believe in. And that's the only way that I can see the government itself moving forward to to not just fix itself, but also fix the people's issues additionally. We need to put the people first and the government officials last. You know, the government officials seem to think they're above the law. They're not. They're the same level as citizens. And that should be treated as such. So. Thank you for listening to episode 15 of Live in Conversation. Um, Episode 16 should be coming out Saturday, hopefully. I'm not sure yet. But um, yeah, so thank you for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.